Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions around the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. to another episode of the Diz Explorers Podcast, where each week we explore the different avenues of the great Disney universe. So this week, we are, uh, we got three out of five. Adrian is uh, still in Walt Disney World as we were recording on this Monday before Christmas, and Melanie has finally sitting down to watch Rogue One, so she is excused from having to record this episode because she's a year too late on that nonsense. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so this is the week before Christmas, and uh, we know it's a busy week for everybody, busy week for us, so we're just going to uh, kind of have a little light episode this week, just going to talk about some of our favorite Christmas movies, both uh, from the Disney company and ones that were not made by the Disney company because... There's tons of great Christmas movies out there, so three of us are just going to chat, Jessica, Milford, and myself, about some of our favorite Christmas movies, and and then we'll we'll sign off for a couple of weeks. Uh, The the holidays both fall on a Monday, Christmas, and New Year's, so uh, together as a podcast, we're going to take those couple weeks off to enjoy time with our family and, and those of us that have children that are off from school and hang out with them and... And we'll be back after the new year with new episodes and new topics and more fun stuff. And we'll hope you'll uh, rejoin us then and enjoy your time away also from not having to listen to us talk. <laughs> but we like that you have that you do listen to us talk because <laughs> that's kind of the whole point. <laughs> so anyway, because I know Jessica's prepared, I'm going to have her <laughs> start off with oh something off of her list. Doesn't have I'm to... not Adrian prepared. I <laughs> know. Well, say. you have a list, so you're winning because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it just has five on it. It's not crazy. Okay. Okay. So the first couple, I, I tried to kind of separate between uh, animated and live action. So I'll start with the animated one. So the first one I would say is um, the animated How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I just think it's it's 
really cute and it's something that I always watched every year as a kid so I feel like it's just something I have to watch actually all these animated ones kind of fall into that category <laughs> but um, and I really like the You're a Mean One Mr. Grinch song uh, it's yeah. just so good you know I just really like it and there's Disney uh, ties to that because it was Thurl Ravenscroft that sung it really? yeah Didn't absolutely know that. yep that's extra cool then mm-hmm um, and then the other two that I have for animated are The Year Without a Santa Claus. Yes! And Santa Claus is going uh, town. Just because the Heat Miser yes! and Cold Miser. Oh, yes! my God. Best they are part. my favorites. Yes. I love them. Oh, I man. I just posted that the other night on my Facebook, you know. Because I, I have a, a Christmas. Go ahead. Heat Miser is one of my favorites. Absolutely. Yes. I have a Christmas playlist, and that song is on it every single time. Yep. It has to be. And if you like that, uh, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy has uh, did a version of both Heat Miser and Snow Miser yes. toge- together in one song, and it is flipping fantastic. Like, they do it justice. It's really, really good. So go really? go search that out, Jessica. Yeah. Actually, their Christmas oh. album is very, very good. But, yeah, look, look up... Uh, I think it goes under the title of Snow Miser, but he, but they do both songs in one as one song. It's very very good, very very oh, good. Oh, I really like Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. I yeah, yeah. Check that out. They have two Christmas albums, and they're both very good. So, they're older. They're you know from whatever late early two thousands when when they were you know popular. But yeah, yeah definitely I, check those out. I, there's some. I mean, all of the the. I can't think of the name of the company, Rankin Bass, that did all of those. They're they're all good, but there's just something about that one that's just extra awesome, and I think it's those two characters. Yeah, that one's the best out of the group of all of those, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there was like the Baby New Year one that was kind of odd. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Milford's got it queued up. And this is the big bad movie daddy Yep. I like it. It's good. It's very good. I love their album. And they kind of mix them together. Yep. I love it. Yeah, it's That's good. Awesome. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, and then the last animated one I had was uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, just because uh, that was one of my favorites when I was a kid because you learned that Mrs. Claus's name was Jessica, so I thought that it was the coolest movie ever because ah. I had the same name as Mrs. Claus. So. I, I'm trying to remember that one. I think I, I'm trying to remember the animated one. That's the one where uh, he, Chris Kringle goes into the village and he meets the Oh, yes, yes, yes. But that's, that's kind of... Meister Burger. Yeah. Yeah. That's along the same lines as, as Rudolph, though. It's that same type of uh, yes. animation. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay. And I was confused for a second. put one foot in front of the other Yes, song. yes, yes. Now I remember mm-hmm. which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mother yeah. still watches those movies every year, whether it's with, whether it's with any of the grandkids or by herself. <laughs> <laughs> I have all of them on the DVD. I, just I never, have them on DVD someplace. I, I just never put them on. It just hasn't become a tradition in my house. <laughs> yeah, they're easy to forget. I mean, I think all the copies I have are on VHS, so I have to try to find them online every year. Yeah, they came out with a collection. It was Frosty, Rudolph, and 
one other one. But then those other ones are on a DVD as well. The, uh, really? The Year Without a Santa Claus and... It might have been Santa Claus is Coming to Town as well with Rudolph and Frosty, I believe. Yeah, it was like a three-pack. You know, it was like a trifold thing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was quite a few years ago I think I got it, but I, I'm sure you can still find it somewhere. Cool. Do you guys have any animated ones that come to mind other than those? I... Only because recently my kids enjoy them the most because uh, that's what they'll put on when I bring the Christmas DVDs up is is the Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. It's like a collection of shorts, and it has Mickey's Christmas Carol at the end of it, which is probably my favorite animated one. I just like that one a lot. I'm not uh, super huge on, like, the traditional Christmas Carol versions, the, like, any live ones. Um, I did like the Jim Carrey one, but the, the Mickey one is my favorite one. I know there's a Muppets one and a couple other ones, but I think the Disney one was the best one. And then they put out another version of that called Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas or something along those lines of the title and it was a new it was kind of like the new digital animated characters but the shorts are really good I, I like all of those there's one with Goofy and, and Max and uh, Daisy and Minnie have like a skating competition and uh, another one where Pluto gets lost uh, or Pluto runs away because Mickey gets mad at him for wrecking, his, wrecking the tree it's kind of like one, and then there's like those, and then the there's the original bunch of Disney Christmas ones where it's the same thing, where it's Chip and Mickey goes to chop down the tree, and Chip and Dale get in it, and comes in, the, and he brings it in the house, and these Pluto's trying to chase them, and he, you know, wrecks everything. So I though I like both the older ones and the newer ones. Um, and then I like the, I remember as a kid really liking the Grinch animated one, and not that I don't like it now. But I really, really like the Jim Carrey one. <laughs> that one is really good. I think it's I think it's better than the original animated one. I'll probably get some uh, some heat for that. But I feel like people always have very strong reactions to it. They either just love it or they think it's sacrilegious or something. I think it's hysterical. Just because uh, Jim Carrey's just fantastic. I mean, he's just good. So he just he takes it like a up one notch. <laughs> you know, if you as you will. Um. And then I have I had a year without a Santa Claus as well because that's from that I remember as a kid singing those songs constantly, especially Heat Miser and Snow Miser. Definitely loved those part of those movies. I'm sure my mother would probably say that I acted them out as well. <laughs> um, and I do enjoy the Santa Claus movies. Uh, I know they're not strong. At least not the second and the third ones, probably. But I do enjoy watching all of them. The first one is the best one, clearly. But I the do... Tim Allen movies. Yes, the Tim Allen ones. Yeah, but I, I have that on my list too. Yeah, the first one. Mm-hmm. I do like the other two as well. I mean, I won't actively sit and put them on, but if they're on, I'll I'll sit and watch them. But I know that my kids like and like those. And the the running one that's that's on constantly now that at least my youngest always wants to watch and now that they're on DVD it's easier is is those prep and landing ones that have come out in recent years all there's two the two major ones they have and then there's like one little extra short that's on there that's has Mrs. Claus who is voiced by Betty White so that makes it even better and those <laughs> those I could recite word for word because I've seen them a thousand times because of the kids but I still I enjoy those I think those are well done and I wish they would make a new one every year because I think they're great (laughs) 
and you know, off the cool. top of my head, that, those are the ones I can think of that I go to. You know, if I, I just thought to of another one. Yeah, go for uh, it. Scrooged. Oh yes, yes. But not. I don't even care about the just whole movie. It it's really night. just the beginning. The beginning. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The day the reindeer died. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like the. I like Carol Kane in that movie as the the ghost of uh, when is she Christmas past future whatever yeah. one it is. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good movie. The, the coffin scene scares coffin. me even now. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> oh. yeah that one's pretty can't bad. can't watch yeah. it. <laughs> that one's pretty bad. Uh, so what do you got, Milford? Well, I have to start with an oldie but a goodie. That would be the 1954 version of White Christmas. Oh. Bing oh. Crosby and Danny Kaye. And... Right now, I do think I'd think of the other people that are in it. But, uh, <laughs> Rosemary Clooney and oh, what's her name? Uh, Vera Ellen. So okay. it's got a lot of classic. I mean, obviously, it's got the classic White Christmas song in it. It's about uh, Bob Wallace and Phil Davis, who are played by Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye, and they were war buddies and basically left the war after World War one I believe and, or World War II sorry and uh, became this act uh, in New York and they <clears throat> uh, happen upon these other two women who are in trouble and they all decide to go to Vermont where these two uh, were going to perform for a ski lodge but when they show up at the ski lodge Ski Lodge is being run by their old colonel from the, or general from the army and uh, he talks them into staying and uh, Ben Crosby's character decides to bring their whole show there and you know you can draw your own conclusion from that point because it's <laughs> all good and happy and everything else so um, basically they turn it into a benefit for the general and because his ski lodge is not doing that well because they have not had snow for the whole season so far. Um, <clears throat> from there, you know, I have all three Santa Claus movies on my list because I love all three of them. Um, I actually kind of like the third one the best because it has Jack Frost in it. And yep. <laughs> Jack Frost, you know, being the mischievous person he is, tries to screw up Christmas and take over the North Pole and, and you know there's all that madness there and it's Martin Short <laughs> and it's Martin Short yep <clears throat> and that's actually a Disney thing uh, yep also on my list you can't get through a Christmas holiday without watching National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation oh man I completely forgot about that one <laughs> yeah you are correct you know you got to have that one scene with Randy Quaid standing out there in his <laughs> robe, emptying his chemical toilet into the sewer, and it's just it's just a nonstop hilarious movie. Um, <clears throat> let's see, I had a couple others. Now I can't think of. Oh, I'm sorry. Deck the halls. I kind of talked about that a little bit earlier. Uh, that has. Uh, Matthew Broderick and Dane DeVito and Christian Chenoweth and Kristen Davis in it. And okay. 
basically it's neighbors. Danny DeVito moves in across the street with his wife, who's played by Christian Chenoweth. And he decides he wants his house seen from space. So he decorates his house to the hilt. And it's so bright that, you know, the neighbors across the street, Matthew Broderick and Kristen Davis, pretty much can't sleep at night. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, it's the whole white trespass thing. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Broderick's character, Steve Finch, is a eye doctor. And he basically is Mr. Christmas for the town. And him and Danny DeVito basically get into it and try to decide who's going to be Mr. Christmas, basically. <laughs> <clears throat> it's a very good movie if you haven't seen it. Um, after that, you know, I had my thoughts all organized and just, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, and then the old version, 1947 version of Miracle on 34th Street. It's just, uh, it's just a good old story about a little girl that believes in Santa and basically tries to bring this couple together. Um, and I'm not saying the plot right, but it's just a good old movie. A lot of, uh, it's got Macy's in it. And actually, I like both versions. I like the old version and the new version. And then there's one other one that's a movie called Love Actually that's not really, like, it's not a kid's movie, but it's a, it's a movie about a lot of different people's lives and what's going on with them, basically, at the Christmas holiday. And it, it's a really good comedy drama. Uh, that came out in 2003. It is rated R, I will tell you that. Uh, but it has a lot of hilarious moments in it. It has Hugh Grant and... Uh, um, let me just go down the list of who's in it. <laughs> Hugh Grant, Liam Neeson. If my computer will scroll, I'll tell you the rest. <laughs> um, Colin Firth. Emma Thompson. Hmm, interesting. There's a lot of different characters in this. Yeah. Kieran Knightley's in it. Oh, wow. Hmm. Bill Nye is in it. He oh. actually plays this old rocker. Uh, yeah, you think... Uh, he's not Davy Jones? <laughs> well, no, he's not. Uh, he plays <laughs> Billy Mac, which is this old rocker. And basically, they've talked him into taking one of his hit songs and turning it into a Christmas song. Ah. And end of the movie he his song wins the best christmas song of the year <laughs> and he and he makes a bet with the one uh radio personality that if his song wins he'll show up and play his song live on tv with no pants on basically <laughs> but it's, it's a it's a funny movie it's good it's a good funny movie and that's all i can think of at the moment yeah, I can't. Are there any Christmas movies that you really hate that you don't get why people love? Because when I was making my list, I definitely could think of some that I really don't like. Oh yeah, um, I don't know. See, I, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna shame myself here probably because I have not seen, and nor do I have an interest to see, either A, It's a Wonderful Life, or B, the White Christmas movie. Number one, because. <laughs> 
while I respect Bing Crosby as a as a singer and I like many of his songs, White Christmas is not one of my favorite Christmas songs at all. I, I don't like most of the traditional Christmas songs, so it's always a rift when I put on Christmas music at my house because my wife is total traditionalist and loves all the crooner style, Nat King Cole, and everything else. Like I, I like the Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin stuff, but other than that, I kind of prefer a lot more of the instrumental rockier versions of stuff which probably should be a shock to nobody <laughs> who listens to this or who knows me on any sort of level uh so it's always like i have to make this ridiculous mix playlist that plays throughout the house of christmas music or as of recently i pretty much have a lot of the disney uh parks and hotels background loops that i've gathered over the years and pretty much play those non-stop going because they're nice and it's background music it's nice to have they don't they don't have lyrics so you don't have to worry about listening to the songs but uh yeah so i've never seen either either one of those movies and um yeah and, and i know to to most people that's a sacrilege i guess because that those are quintessential <coughs> christmas movies but eh, i just you know doesn't do it for me uh, but I can't think of any that I dislike. I thought of another one that I've seen that I know is funny. Actually, two more. One is, uh, I think Schwarzenegger was in it. It was called uh, Jingle All the Way, and I believe that was uh. that was that was a Disney movie. That was under that's the Disney. Right. Hey. That's the one you hate. <laughs> See, that stupid stuff is right up my alley, so I like that. And then, and then another one, which. Uh, which I think is fantastic, and <laughs> I'm sure more people don't like it than like it, is Bad Santa. I love that. That movie is freaking hysterical. It is wrong on every level possible, which is probably why I enjoy it so much. And uh, they made a second one this year, which I have not seen yet. And I know Miss Melanie talked about, I don't know if when we were recording, but she had went and saw the Bad Moms Christmas movie, which is probably something that's right up my alley as well, but I have not seen that yet either. So, um, yeah, I like a little bit more of the uh, distasteful, crazy nonsense comedy movies, <laughs> other than the serious, uh, you know, down-to-earth. I have one other one I don't like, and it's not really a Christmas movie, but everybody associates it with Christmas. And, and don't get me wrong, I kind of like the movie, but I hate the fact that people associate it with Christmas, and that's Die Hard. It takes place at a Christmas party. <laughs> I know. The whole plot's oh, at a Christmas it's party. Stretch. It's Christmas decorations everywhere. It's a stretch. <laughs> well, we'll agree to disagree on that one. I was going to bring that up, too, but I was like, eh, I didn't feel like arguing. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's not one of my favorite movies. I've seen it. I, I'll watch it kind of. It's on, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know if I consider it a Christmas movie either, but it's fun to argue about it with people on, especially now on social media. So see people get bent out of shape about it too. Like there's like people that are adamant about like, oh my God, it's definitely blah, blah, blah. And there's people on the other end that are like, no, it's not. So <laughs> that's almost like the people that argue about Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, it's the same thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like well, that is a Christmas movie. <laughs> right, right. It yeah. has Christmas in the title. That's right. <laughs> there was another one along the lines of Die Hard too. That's that's the same thing. Like it's like an action movie, but it it, it, it kind of takes place around Christmas time, or there's like a glimpse of some sort of Christmas in it, and I can't think of it. I heard it or read about it. 
a few days ago, people were arguing about the Die Hard thing, and I can't remember what the what it is now. But well, I, I googled Christmas movies, and you wouldn't believe some of the stuff that comes up. <laughs> I only Trading imagine. Places comes up. The Danny DeVito and that uh, one? No. Uh, uh, Eddie Murphy. Oh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, I was Dan Aykroyd. Oh, that's right. That's right. Really? Yeah. Interesting. And Batman Returns. Really? Batman Returns, yeah. huh? Where the hell is there yeah, anything Christmas I, in that movie? I don't know. That's the one with uh, Cobblepot. That's the one with uh, Penguin. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I was that thinking. Christmas I was stuff in it or not? I was thinking of the newer one. Yes, it does. I believe it does. I believe when he tries to, oh, whoever the guy, the mayor or whatever, Christopher Walken, isn't it? That tries to bring him out in the public eye and get him to be. Ah, uh, that's right. I think that when he comes up like out of the underworld, I believe it's during like some sort of Christmas party, or he comes out into the middle of New York with the Christmas yeah. tree out or something. If I'm remembering that one. Yeah, copper pot. Yeah, Chester copper pot. <laughs> the penguin. I don't know. I can't think of any others that I really dislike. I'm sure there's a ton that I'm missing that I've probably seen or over the years and just don't. I'm trying to think of my collection of DVD stuff, like what I have. It's mostly cartoons and animated stuff, so. Except for the Santa Claus movies and the Grinch. Everything else is a cartoon of some sort. Yeah. I don't know. What do you, which ones did you have, Jessica, that you didn't like? Or you're just throwing it out there? Well, there are really only two that I thought of. And one is Home Alone. Oh, I, I forgot just about that the one. The kid is oh, so yeah. irritating. I just, I'm really sorry because I know that's one that everybody loves. But No, I, can't I don't like it either. Movies. No, I don't like it either. I really don't. Um, he was annoying. Yeah. And the other one is the Polar Express. And the reason I hate it is because it's like the animation was weird. And I don't know. It seems impossible to make Tom Hanks creepy, but somehow yeah. they did it. And I, that was my favorite <laughs> book as a kid. I even did a thing in New Hampshire when I was little where I rode the Polar Express to the yep. North Pole to meet Santa. Yep. So it was a big deal to me, and then the movie came out, and I was just like, "What is this?" So yeah, I watched that last week for the first time while I was down sick, and I'm like, "What in the world is this?" I haven't right? seen it because it's not the Polar Express I remember growing up. Yeah, it's I just don't remember. It's it. hard to explain what is off about it. It's just off. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's hard to explain. From the commercials, I remember the animation striking me as odd, too. I've never seen it. I know the kids have seen it because they've watched it at school and stuff. And I remember doing, with my older two, before we had our third, up in Essex, Connecticut, there's a steam train museum and a, and a whole train. And they do a, a Polar Express thing with Santa and Mrs. Claus on a train. And it's like an hour thing. And they do, do the whole, they do a story and it's hot cocoa and marshmallows and stuff like that I mean, that was pretty and the kids come in their pajamas and everything and, and yeah it get, that sounds and, just like what I did yeah, yeah. and it, and you have to book it in like July because it fills up so fast because <laughs> it's the only one like or anywhere near around where I live at least that I know of yeah we got ours running again this year yeah nice For our museum here but we're running it between my old hometown and Kokomo because they still won't let us run on the tracks here 
Oh, really? This yeah. is like on a private... I, I don't know where it is. It, I remember the the last year we brought them, and, and, it, and they... They don't do it on the weekend, so it's like we had to drive up there, like, you know, leave work early and and get up there for when it starts because for me it's a couple hour drive I think it's a good hour and a half hour 45 and you're on a school night and you know then you're getting it was rain it was pouring rain I'll never forget so it was you know trying to not get everybody all soaking wet and then my parents had come with us too I believe so yeah I mean it was fun I mean once you're on it it's, it's great but then it's like oh crap now I gotta drive home <laughs> you know the kids are gonna fall asleep in the car and so, yeah, because they don't run it on the weekend, to my knowledge, for whatever reason. But I don't know what tracks they use up here. I never really researched it, but yes, sir. either way, it was, it was pretty it's cool. Yeah, and, and and that's not a story I remember as a kid. Like, I don't remember, I'm sure my mother read it to us, but I, I just wasn't, like, when the the Tom Hanks version came out, I was like, wow, Polar Express, oh, that's cool. Like, it didn't ring a bell for me. <laughs> you know, no pun intended there. <laughs> I do remember going to watch Christmas shows as a kid. I, I was lucky enough to go once to see the the Radio City Rockettes um, through the company my father worked for forever. They had like a bus trip in on a weekend, I remember, for employees and their families at probably a reduced rate or something like that because most of the company would go. So I remember doing that, but I was older. I was probably in high school when we had done that. And I remember not being impressed with it for some reason. Like, it just didn't. I was like, okay. And, you know, I don't know. That could be just me because I've heard from most people that it's... Most people I know that have gone love it and they think it's great. I don't know. It just really just didn't do anything for me. I don't... You know, it was like... I think it's the Nutcracker storyline they follow vaguely. Like, I, I don't know if it's a new show. I don't know how often they change it. I mean, it was impressive, like the Rockettes. And that stuff was impressive, the music part of it. But I think the story was... I don't know, just didn't do it for me. What can I say? But there used to be a... Two fellas, uh, they had a, a singing, like, comedy duo. They were called the Gaylords. Uh, and it was it was Burt Holiday. That was his stage name. I can't think for the life. He was an Italian immigrant. I can't think of his what his real name was. And then his partner's name was... And I, I should have researched this before. Because it's... Anyway, his partner's name was Ron something or other, uh, and he was an American fella. And they would do, they had a comedy routine that they would do, but then they would put on a Christmas show every year where they would have kids that, that sung. They did Christmas carols, and he, Bert, would do, because he had an Italian accent, did a couple of songs that were parodies of, they were like Italian parodies of traditional Christmas songs. So the two most famous was he did the 12 Days of Christmas, where he basically... Uh, went through a bunch of popular Italian foods and that was what the 12 days of thing was but then there was funny gags in between and then he and then the other song is uh, he does a Twas the Nice Before Christmas where the reindeer are singing reindeer and it's all uh, names of Italian singers uh, so yeah Frank Sinatra Dean Martin uh, Perry Cuomo Vic Damone all the old crooners from from, from back in the day so he had all, all and and it's just a it's just funny I, i'm sure it's floating out there somewhere it's called christmas with the gaylords but they came around close to me a couple years and had the stage show as well so i just remember going with my whole family uh and this was also i think i was in 
yeah, because I had met my, I was dating my wife. So this was like after high school. Uh, we would go see the show and then go out for a nice dinner, and it, it was always just something I remembered nice. So, but it's a, uh, it's it's good. I mean, it's it's not the greatest quality of recording and stuff. It's kind of hard to listen through some of it, but for me, it's it's memory stuff, and and it's fun. It, to me, it's funny being of ha- Italian heritage and and listening to the to the poke fun at themselves. Kind of, it was uh, you know, it's nothing bad. It's nothing you know. There's no cursing or anything like that because it's all geared towards children. And there's a lot of traditional songs that they would sing as well, too. But but I just remember the comedy and the skits for that stuff always stuck out in my mind. It was something that I remember being pretty funny. So, Not movie-related, but it was a show. So I guess that was that. You know, and then I guess, you know, they have your classics that are on, you know, the Charlie Brown Christmas. I know there was other ones. I think there was a Scooby-Doo one over the years. And I think every other cartoon has had one at some point. I know there's a Tom and Jerry one that's floating out there now that's kind of horrible because it's newer animation. Yeah, honestly, when I was thinking through this list, sometimes Saturday Night Live skits, Christmas skits, came to my mind as quickly yes. as movies did. Yes. Steve like, Martin had when, a bunch of good ones, I think. Old the ones. first one that came in my head was when Will Ferrell is singing It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year on the spinning thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah, starts yeah. vomiting. Oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah, there is a bunch of good Saturday Night Live ones for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure over the years a lot of those late night shows have had their Christmas episodes and done some probably some pretty good stuff but you know as far as uh for just straight up movies i think i think that's all we got i think we covered most of the popular ones and some other ones for sure so i'll throw this out there just as to see where it goes how about how about music wise so are you guys uh you know traditionalists or go with the country stuff or you know i know there's there's a bazillion versions of everything now so what's what's like your go-to for christmas music you know do you, do you start listening to it like um right after halloween time or after thanksgiving i think i probably i don't really start listening to it until after thanksgiving um and I have to say, most Christmas songs, the traditional ones, I find to be really depressing. So, <laughs> yes, it, especially because I grew up living in a place with a lot of snow, and now I live in California. So, especially the ones that like like White Christmas, and they're just depressing. So, I don't listen to a ton of Christmas songs, but I really do like the Nat King Cole album because that's what my parents always played in our house. Right, and he just has an awesome voice. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't know. I just, if I get in the mood for it, like when I'm putting up the decorations or something, I'll put some on. But, and of course, the Heat Miser and Cold Miser <laughs> yeah, yeah. song. Gotcha. But it's it's not like on a constant loop during the Christmas season in my house. Okay. What about you, Milford? Nah, same thing. I'm, I actually get mad when they start up the Cirrus satellite radio channel before Thanksgiving. Because they've been starting that up, like, right after Halloween. November 2nd. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, can we at least wait till Thanksgiving? <laughs> so, I like to listen to the old stuff. I like I like the Bing Crosby, the Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin. I like a lot of that older Christmas music. Uh, you're going to laugh. Even Lawrence Welk. 
because I grew up with that stuff with my grandparents. So. Yeah, yeah, that's what my grandparents yeah. always listened to. So, yeah. I kind of like that stuff. I like some of the new stuff. So, you know, like I like, I do have the, I do have Big Bad Voodoo Daddy's last uh, uh, big Christmas album they did two or three years ago. I've got Brian Setzer's Christmas album he did a couple years ago. Yep. So, you know, I, I, I like a lot of different kinds of music. So, but, but pretty much I don't start listening to it until Thanksgiving. Okay. All right, so I'm the lunatic of the group. Yeah, I pretty much right after uh, Halloween, it's usually a race between me and my uncle. It's and we mainly, I think, do it just to annoy my mother because she's the same. She loves it all, but she doesn't really start until after Thanksgiving. I mean, my father, because they do a big holiday party every year, they they put their tree up and decorate the house the week before Thanksgiving just so it's done. Uh, because they usually have their party the first weekend in December. Uh, so. I don't decorate my house that early. The Christmas lights go up outside. As I take the Halloween stuff down, I put the lights up. I just don't plug them in usually until after Thanksgiving. This year, I think I did some of them, the ones that don't blink, I think right before Thanksgiving, uh, because I just don't care. <laughs> Music-wise, I run the gambit. I'm I'm a, I'm a audiophile, so I... I have quite a collection of Christmas music, ranging from all the classic stuffs to some insane, bizarro things uh, that probably I'm the only one that enjoys listening to. But yeah, there's I enjoy I do enjoy the classic ones. I just if if they're in a mix and a playlist and they're just kind of playing on rotation in a random order, I'm cool with them. I don't actively I won't actively just put them on because pretty much as Jessica said, they're. They're slower songs. They're just, to me, yeah, they're, they're just depressing. And I know they're product of the times. And while I have respect for them and all those artists, I just, it's just not my cup of tea sometimes. So I do like the uh, the Brian Setzer albums. He's got a couple of them, and as well as Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Uh, there's quite a bit of instrumental surf style ones that I really, really like. Uh, Adventures have put one out, Lost Straight Jackets. The Beach Boys album is really good, the Christmas album. Uh, there's one that Ronnie Spector put out with, um, you know, Darlene Love and the Crystals and a couple other female groups from there. Those classic oldies ones that are always floating around. Johnny Maestro and the Brooklyn Bridge. I mean, there's yeah, Gene Autry and, you know, Rudolph and things like that. Uh, and then there's some heavier stuff that's that's out. Uh, Twisted Sister put out a Christmas album about 10 years ago now. I think 2007 it came out. Fantastic album. Say what you will about heavy music and everything else. It's a goddamn good album. If you like heavy music, uh, you don't even have to like metal or any of that kind of stuff. It, it's basically, it's a rock Christmas album, but it's done really, really, really well, I think. And, and anybody I've kind of turned it on to has pretty much agreed. Even if you don't like that style of music, it's just it's not over the top. There's not blazing solos and screaming up and down. It's, it's, a, good, it's a good album. It was really, really well done. I'm trying to think of anything else that's kind of, you know, some some of the country stuff I like, not too much of it. Some of the older stuff that I hear floating around on satellite radio, but you know, other than and then like like I said, the Disney, the background loops, uh, I enjoy some of those just to throw them on, just to have uh, music in the background. But you know, I, I 
I have them on going for about two months straight. <laughs> I'm not listening to it every day, but but from November through December, that's what the uh, the whole house audio is pretty much playing some sort of Christmas music at some point. And then usually I'll get a hankering for it in the middle of the summer and Christmas in July for one day. I'll, you know, have Christmas music going on my iPod at work or something like that and get funny looks from the fellows in the shop. But, eh, what are you going to do? Some of it's good. <laughs> oh, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. That's the other stuff I like. That stuff's really, really good. But, like, orchestra. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Mannheim Steamroller. Yeah. I like them as well. And Mannheim too, yeah. That's what I grew up listening to because my mother had always had that. That was the that was the tree decorating music in my parents' house was Mannheim Steamroller, and then and then all like like Jessica said or the the Nat King Coles and and all of those would come on. But Mannheim Steamroller was the soundtrack that uh, that we decorated our tree to growing up. So yeah, that one's that's a staple to it. I can't believe I forgot that. Yeah, people are are either way with the music stuff. Either they're you know, there's people that don't listen to it except for pretty much, you know, the week before Christmas probably. But, you know, to each his own. That's what makes everybody cool and everybody different. All right. I think with that, we're going to wrap this episode up. We won't keep everybody too long. So we're going to wish everybody happy holidays and a happy new year. Enjoy time with family, friends, however you celebrate, whatever you celebrate. As long as you're enjoying yourself and are together with people that you love and enjoying yourself that's all that really matters so from all of us to all of you thank you for listening to our podcast for this full calendar year we really appreciate it we love the downloads we love the interactions that we get uh you know we'd love it if there were some more you know in our facebook group you know we're we're definitely all kind of monitor it during the day so you know conversations are great you want to talk about stuff you hear in the episode stuff in the parks questions i mean we're open to anything you know we're we're all uh we all have families and kids and everything else so even if it's questions that pertain to things like that you know we'd love to hear from you well thanks again for listening and we will talk to everybody after new year's follow our troop at www.dizexplorers.com where you can find all the links for all our hosts' social media accounts. You can also follow the podcast on our Facebook group at The Diz Explorers and on Twitter and Instagram at The Diz Explorers. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and also on YouTube. Thanks for listening.
Christmas. 